0: Welcome to episode two of the Self Care 101 podcast, where we talk about work life balance, mental health, and mindset. Thank you so much for listening today. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to be mentally stronger. Now, we all want to have more mental resilience, whether that's through willpower, self confidence, managing emotions, and all the rest. But how can we actually do that? How can we be mentally stronger? To be mentally stronger depends on your resilience to want to. We can train ourselves to do pretty much anything we want. We just need enough will to do it and be able to plan for the changes to occur. This is a huge topic to cover in a short podcast, so I'm just going to share some techniques that I use in my own practice with my clients to help you move a little closer towards being mentally stronger. Right, so let's get straight to it. Now, How to be mentally strong is a really big topic and we could talk about this for hours. There are so many different ways to be mentally stronger and there are so many things that are affecting your mental strength. So I'm only going to do a few of them today in this episode and if it's been helpful then maybe I'll do another podcast with some more information. But let's start from the beginning and understand what being mentally strong is. Now, being mentally strong isn't about acting tough. It's about being aware of your emotions, learning from painful experiences, and living according to your values. Now, I read this um, online by psychotherapist Amy Morin in Psychology Today, and when I was Googling this information, I found so many different articles in the press and research papers about how to be mentally strong. So actually there's a lot of information out there. I found this a weird thing to discover because on my email list, I sent out a survey a few weeks ago and in that I asked about topics that my readers would like to hear more about. And one of the topics was how to be mentally strong. In fact, It was the topic with the highest amount of votes. And I thought to myself, okay, well, there is all this information out there. It's all available to you. You can implement most of it. So then how can I give you any more information than you're already receiving? So what I wanted to do with this podcast was maybe talk through it a little bit with you. So in the first instance, if you were working with me, If we were coaching one on one, the first thing I would ask you is, what does it mean to you to be mentally stronger? I'll say that again. What does it mean to you to be mentally stronger? Because mental health, physical health, all of it, it's not a one size fits all approach. We all come from different templates, different experiences, different traumas. And we've got to recognize that when we're trying to uplevel ourselves in some sort of way. So you have to ask yourself, what does it mean to you to be mentally stronger? And that means that's the starting point of your journey to make yourself stronger. And then what makes you think you are mentally weak? Now I'm not saying that you're weak, I'm just using an opposite word to strength. What makes you think that you are mentally weak? Now when you write these things down, and I'm a big fan of writing things down, there is something that happens between our brain and the actual writing, the act of writing that lets it sink in and connect with us. So always write down your answers and look at them, review them, see where you want to be. So where you want to be is what it means to you to be mentally stronger what makes you think you're mentally weak is what you need to work on. Because when we think about something and we just say it out loud to ourselves, oh, I need to be mentally stronger because I always get really upset when people say these sorts of things, or I need to be mentally stronger because I want to win at life. And right now I'm not winning in the way I want to win. Those are really big, broad statements. And if you just said those things out loud and if those are the only things that you were trying to work on where do you start? Even I can't tell you where to start there but if you actually ask these questions to yourself, write down the answers, you can then start working out where the first point of call is going to be on your journey. The other thing I would talk about is training your brain. There is, again, an abundance of information available to you online for free about training your brain. This is something that we do in NLP. I'll be actually interviewing somebody amazing about NLP, so we'll delve deeper into being mentally stronger through NLP on a very specific podcast in the coming weeks. But for now, we can train our brain in the most simplest way we can train our brain. We've got the ability to tell ourselves whatever we want to tell ourselves. Now, our biggest problem is that most of the things that we tell ourselves are negative, right? They're negative thought patterns, and that's because the brain likes to digest those more easily. That's the only reason why we can do it so often and so easily. It takes a lot of strength to choose to always think in positive terms. Now, just a little note on being positive and negative. I have a real bugbear with the words positive and negative because they're very absolute terms and life isn't absolute. So I'll use them for the sake of using words that we can both relate to. But in essence, if you can remove the words positive and negative out of your language, it does help as well because then you don't feel so much pressure if you're using much more, I don't know, compassionate words, for instance. So training your brain is something you can do. And you can create so many different ways of doing this. So one way that I've noticed that's become quite fashionable is by writing affirmations or mantras in um, Indian. Now, when you're writing an affirmation, sometimes I find affirmations that I've read that other people have put together, I find them a little bit lofty right? I find them a little bit lofty. I find them a little bit, uh, how should we say it? They're a bit romantic in their <laughs> in the way that they're written. And what I mean by romantic is they're quite flowery. They're not very realistic in terms of how you speak. So the first thing I would say to you is write an affirmation that is in your own words, that makes sense to you, because otherwise your brain's not going to understand it. It's not going to relate to it. It's not going to resonate with the words that you're speaking every single day. So try to do that. Like I could, uh, let me give you an example. So if I said to myself every morning, I live a life of abundance. Everything is beautiful. The sun shines and I fly. Now that means nothing to me. Okay, that doesn't work for me. That's not the way I speak. That might be the way I write when, if I wanted to write something flowery in creative writing, that might be that, but it's not the way I speak. Well, the way I speak is I have everything I need. I love hard. I am loved. I enjoy every day of my life. That's the way I speak. So if I wrote an affirmation or a mantra like that, that would resonate with me. My brain would go, yes, Pooj, I hear you. I hear you, sis. Yep, I've got that. I've got that. Yep, okay, so let's do this. Let's have a great day today. So remember when you're writing these down, to write them in a language that speaks to you, that makes sense to you, that your brain can connect with. Otherwise, it's a pointless exercise. It's not going to work because you're speaking the words of somebody else or you're speaking words that don't compute with your own brain. So when we talk about language, I just spoke about using positive and negative language. Now the language that we actually use to talk to ourselves is so crucial in the whole training of your brain and making you more stronger from that mental perspective. If you are always in a state of woe is me or pity or victim. It always happens to me. I have a chronic XYZ. I am always like this. It's always been this way. I can't do this. I can't do that. I need to do this. I have to do this. I should do this. You're just, all you're doing is putting unnecessary pressure on yourself and you can't win if you're going to put unnecessary pressure on yourself. So bring it back, relax a little bit. I say this a lot, just relax, just chill, because as much as you want to do something, if you go into it with this hardened attitude, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be mentally stronger, I'm going to have this happen to me, all that pressure is counterintuitive. So relaxing into the process and saying, right, I want to be mentally stronger, I want to do the things that are going to help me to be mentally stronger. Every day I will commit to these changes in my life until I can qualify that I am mentally stronger. I would almost rewind that little excerpt actually because those are the kinds of words you need to be using in your everyday speak with yourself. If you were writing an affirmation, that would make for a good affirmation. It's important to have self-awareness and reflect upon it. Now, what I'm talking about here is when you are speaking, if you were coaching with me and you said something like, I have to be mentally stronger because it's the last thing I need to do on my journey of self-development, I would then reflect your words back to you. I have to be mentally stronger. And I know that it will be met with a little grin of oh here we go she's about to challenge me but the challenge is important it's important for you to hear out loud the words that you are using and if you can self-reflect yourself and write them down then you write them down and you when you look at them through fresh eyes it's like oh that's a bit harsh that's a bit of a bold statement and no I don't actually feel that way I want to be mentally stronger but I don't want to hurt myself in the process. So it's important therefore to be self-aware, to reflect on the words that you use and try to change them a little bit to a more forward motion tone rather than positive tone because positive tones can also not really work with you if you're thinking in a negative way. So try to just reframe those words so that they reflect what you're going to redoing that forward motion. The next thing I want to talk about is labels. I talk about labels in my introduction podcast, episode one. Labels can be really, really damaging and very unhelpful in the development of your stronger mind. Okay. So be very careful about putting labels to everything. Even that I want to be mentally stronger is a bit of a label. Let's look at things differently. Okay. When you put labels onto things, again, you make it more absolute and it actually becomes a negative because you're putting so much pressure on yourself to achieve that absolute term. I need a boyfriend. I need to be married. I want a baby. I want to be vegan. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. Those are very broad terms You've got to define what it is to you. What does being mentally strong mean to you? Describe it for you. If you describe it for you in particular, you're more likely to actually achieve it. The goal becomes a lot more reachable because you're creating what being mentally strong means to you, not to society or other people. That's why these articles are all great that you can find online and get some tips to work on being mentally strong. But if you don't actually know what that means to you, you're not doing anything effective. It's not going to work. You've got to understand yourself because you are different. I'm different to you. You're different to me. Another part of self-reflection, self-awareness is reviewing what your templates are, what your limiting beliefs are. You've got to know what is you and what is your template. The difference between how you feel today as an adult compared to how you feel because of something that happened to you in your past. Now, we are all affected by what happens to us in our past. We are all affected by our life experiences. We've all had some level of trauma in some way, shape or form. We're all different in how we handle those events in our lives so if you haven't addressed or if you don't know what a limiting belief is for you that's another thing to work on and again there's there are so many resources online for you to be able to figure that out for yourself have some therapy go and see a counselor and try and understand where your limiting beliefs might be you need to go backwards a little bit sometimes you'll need to go backwards further and that's when your trauma is a lot more deep-rooted. But if you don't need to go that far, you go back a little bit. In coaching, we will always go back a little bit in order to move you forward. And once you can recognize what it is that has been affecting you, where the templates come from, where these limiting beliefs come from, you can then evaluate for yourself whether those are actually relevant today. Do they make sense to you today? An NLP technique that I love to use, it's probably one of my favorites. I mean, there are so many, but I don't want to geek it out right now by telling you about all the amazing things about NLP. We'll do that on another podcast. But for now, one of the things that I like to do with almost every single client when they're trying to achieve something for themselves is mirroring, mirroring life events. When something good's happened to you in the past, something good, something that you are proud of yourself for, that lights you up whenever you think about it. Remember what happened. Write it down and write down the details, like all the details down to the taste, the smells, the the feels, everything. Write it down and use that as a reflection to replicate for what you want now, for the way you want to think now for what you want to improve on now. In order to be mentally stronger, having a life event that you can mirror that's yours, so it's your reference point, it's not anybody else's, it's going to be more likely for you to replicate that today to achieve this goal of mental strength. Think about your triggers. What is it that is triggering you to make you feel weak, when you're thinking, what is making you feel like you are not mentally strong? What happens? Identify what your triggers are. They could be events, they could be people, they could be things that people say to you, a certain way somebody says something to you. But look at them, really, really go back, reflect identify what those triggers are. If you can identify what those triggers are, you can assess whether or not those triggers are actually relevant to you today. Can you handle it differently? Can you respond in a different way? Because if you can respond in a different way, you're already starting that process to be mentally stronger. You have it within you to do it. Everything that you want to do, you have, and without sounding like a colourful coach. (laughs) You have the power within you to be anything you want to be. You really do. It's mindset. It's so much mindset. It's an ironic thing to say, considering we're talking about being mentally strong, but it is. It's mindset. Everything, every day that goes by and you continue to live, you continue to choose to live, is making you Be the person that you are. It is showing you how strong you are. Every time you do something to improve yourself, whether that's in your mind, your physical, your spiritual, whatever it is that you're doing to improve yourself, just listening to this podcast is you moving forward towards a more resilient you. You have all that power within you. It's important for you to recognize it, to embrace it, to not be shy to self-reflect, to understand where your triggers are, to understand what your limiting beliefs are, to understand what you could be doing to hold yourself back. And once you know those things, you have the answers. You have all the answers right there about you to help you be more stronger mentally. Listen, I believe you can do this. The first step is taking an action. And even if this podcast is the first action you've taken, you've taken action. Any research you've done, you've taken action. You've started the process. All that you need to know now is the how. I've given you some tips in here that you can try out. There are so many others available to you. Give them a go. It will all contribute to you being mentally stronger. And like I said, I believe you can do it you have the power within you. You've just got to believe and trust in yourself and be willing to reframe your mindset to help you be stronger. Thank you so much again for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe to the Self-Care 101 podcast. For more tips and tricks, head over to my website, franklycoaching.com or for daily inspiration you can follow me on the socials at Frankly Coaching. talk to you soon